0: Hi hey everyone, welcome back to the Anxiety Podcast uh, where we're spilling the tea on life at university. I am Chris.
1: And I'm Gaia and we are your hosts for today. We're both also recent graduates of NTU.
0: So to give a little bit of background and just introduce ourselves, I guess I studied filmmaking at NTU. I finished in 2021, and now I I just I just do drag really in my spare time, and I'm also working as a healthy promotion assistant uh, as a part of my internship at NTU. And Gaia, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: Um. So I also studied psychology and criminology at NTU. I graduated this year in 2022, and. I'm currently also working um, as a Healthy Promotions Assistant with um, NT Student Support Services for a few weeks before I start my Master's in Criminal Psychology, which sounds really cool. Um, in my spare time, I also like to run a YouTube channel where I document my uni journey and offer advice. Um, as university is starting in a couple of weeks, in this episode we'll be giving you our top tips on settling into university and things we wish we'd known. We will also be sharing with you what support is available to you and where to find it.
0: Yeah, we know that this this is a big chapter in your lives and we, we just know that from our experience, obviously. Um, and it can be exciting and also very overwhelming. So well, we just want to say a massive well done for getting here. Congratulations.
1: Okay, so first we're gonna give you some top tips on settling into university. So my first top tip is to speak to your tutors and ask questions. Um, This is something that I definitely wish I'd done a lot more in my undergrad and something that I'm gonna try (laughs) <laughs> do um a lot more in my master's um it can be quite scary approaching your tutors um and sometimes you might feel like you ask a stupid question but no question is silly um your tutors are literally there to support you like even though university is quite an independent um like type of learning compared to like school and stuff um your tutors are still there to, like to help you and they'll actually have like um like dedicated time out of like contact hours um, that you can go and meet them and talk to them about like um, feedback or like any questions on like the lecture material and spread like out. So yeah, honestly, if you are struggling, go and talk to your tutors. Um, also, if you have any like personal issues as well, it doesn't have to be academic, um, just yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Um, they're literally, like you can have said it better, like they're literally there to help you a um, thing I would say from my experience is embrace your mistakes and failure and kind of like see them as an opportunity to kind of like grow and like get feedback from tutors um, because they're literally like their job is to give you feedback on what you're not doing um, as they want you to, to do because, you know, they are like briefs and like guidelines on how you need to like be doing things for your for your assignment I guess um so I think a big part of succeeding if you want to succeed is kind of like making mistakes and like kind of like going there and being like okay I made this mistake so how can I find a solution based on this mistake and like how can I move on embracing it you know, I feel like it, I think it's this is like a life lesson in general, like embracing mistakes and is where it gets you where you want to go.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like you're not going to learn if you don't make mistakes um, and it's completely fine. Like you're not expected at university to know everything straight away. Um, but the next thing, my next top tip I'd say is to pack things that will make your room feel more homely. So these are things like photos, fairy lights, um like plants they can be um, fake or real personally i like to bring fake plants because i can barely even keep cactus alive um or things like a cozy blanket so um if you bring things that will make your room feel more homely it will help personalize your uni room and like help reduce any feelings of homesickness because this can be such a big change um you know you're moving to potentially a new city you're you might not know anyone um so sometimes um, just adding like little things to your room can really make the difference. Um, personally, for me, I really like to use the app um, Free Prints for photos. Um, this is like a free app where you can. Um, I think you get like a date, like a monthly allowance of like 45 photos um, that you can have printed for free, and you just have to pay like um, delivery costs. And this isn't sponsored, by the way. It's just something that I loved using. Um, since I was in first year and um, they do really nice glossy photos so if you're someone who likes to put loads of pictures on your wall or like near your desk I really recommend using free prints.
0: Um, another thing I would say as a top tip is is go to the Freshers' Fair and find a society that um, feels natural I know there's like expectation at uni to like go to the freshers fair and kind of like and like do do as much as possible which a part of it is kind of like is true because like you get to see so many like it's kind of overwhelming and at the same time I feel like when you find just one thing like it can be just one thing that's like for you like for me like I wish I knew that like there was a pole dancing society you know like I would be like oh my gosh like I'm I'm doing that I didn't because I was like so concerned about um oh my gosh which one shall I like join and like is this gonna be good but it, it literally just comes from like knowing what you like um and it's also like a great way to kind of like meet new people and like find people that you get along with you know
1: yeah I definitely recommend going along to them especially if like you are thinking of joining societies but you don't know which ones um it can definitely be overwhelming going into a freshers fair because there's so many stalls and like loads of people coming up to you like freebies um but that's another great reason why you should go you know for the freebies even if you don't join any of the societies but um, it's a great way to get a feel of the university and like what they can offer you because um, they don't just have societies um, in those fresh affairs they also have like stands run by NTU Student Services so you can find out a bit more about the support here at NTU Um, they also have a few other like external providers like I'm pretty sure in the past they've had things like Nottingham Taxis so you can get like good deals um, for like nights out and things and like um other bars and like clubs do um regular like stands like i'm pretty sure like rock city and like bodega regularly go to freshers fair so if this sounds like something that would interest you i really recommend going Mm. yeah yeah um so when you're packing for university, um, one top tip that I would suggest is to bring Tupperware or meal containers, or at least maybe buy them when you get here. So you can meal prep and bulk buy. Um, this was something that I generally didn't realize was a thing or like I didn't utilize until now. Um, and that's something that looking back, I regret not doing because it's so handy for those times when you don't feel like cooking or you're too busy working on an assignment. So. If you meal prep the night before, you can just pre preheat the uh, meal prep and, you know, you have dinner in minutes. Um, it saves so much time and it also ensures that you're eating healthily because I know personally when I've been really busy with, like, an essay, um, I won't have time to, like, make a proper meal, so I'll just snack on whatever I have in my room and a lot of the time that will be things like chocolate and not, nutrition- and not, like, nutritional things. So I really recommend um, buying a few, like, meal container, boxes that you can put in the fridge
0: yeah meals and like food at uni is a real thing the more prepared you are for it the better you'll feel in general you know um um, I feel like we kind of like when we go to uni it's kind of like a slow process until we realize that we are responsible for ourselves so that's that's like a great thing think about food because it if you're not nourished like you your body needs nourishment you know so it's very important
1: yeah uh, it's it's also cheaper um because a lot of times sometimes when you don't feel like cooking it's really tempting to just order a takeaway so if you meal prep that that means you can avoid um all those takeaways which will Ugh, you can avoid all those takeaways, which will eventually eat into your student yep. loan. So meal prep is really the way to go.
0: Yeah. Another another tip I would say is kind of like embrace all emotions and use support uh, for finding solutions to to those emotions. Because especially I'm talking about like like emotions that are kind of like hard to navigate. Um, sometimes we don't know how to navigate them ourselves. And to be honest, like we shouldn't, I feel like we shouldn't navigate them ourselves. I feel like there's a lot in our plate already, so um, especially when you're a student. So I think getting help is the best thing to do, um, because that's when I feel like that's when breakthroughs come through, you know?
1: Um, Yeah, definitely. Like this is where NTU student support services come in. So um, you should never feel like you have to struggle alone. And if you are struggling, that's like why you should really reach out you know because there is so much support here at NTU like to the point that personally as like an ex-student I didn't realize how much there was and I like I do tell myself a lot like I really wish I had reached out sooner um so like you know if you are feeling negative emotions or you're struggling with emotions that you're not used to for the first time since university is a big change do reach out to NTU student support
0: services yeah I, I totally agree and that's why I wrote this down because looking back now, as like not a student, I'm like, wow, there was there is so much support. And you know, when you're a student, most of the time you are kind of scared to get help. I feel like it's not for everyone, I'm not generalizing, but I feel like it's it, it is hard, like it's really hard to get help and kind of like be like I need help. Um, and that's why we just want you to know that support is there for those kind of moments, you know? Like, it's literally there for difficult times because we we, we just accept all emotions. And, like, I feel like uni has so much help. Yeah, I, I can't say this enough, you know? Um, and actually, um, this is... I'm going to read this... Um, Um, quote from Student Minds website um, which says, if you label the emotions that you're feeling as a signal that you're getting ready to rise to a challenge, you will create a much healthier approach to university life. If you interpret the stress that you're feeling as negative and try to avoid the challenge, you will experience less joy and excitement about your new environment and deprive, is that how you call it? Yeah. Deprive? yourself of new learning so basically what this is saying is when you embrace your emotions and when you embrace what you're feeling because those feelings are just messages for where you need to go like like for where you need to go in life that's where your things just get fun basically and that's where you're thriving and kind of like like Instead of, like, coping, you're kind of, like, thriving, you know? So those are our top tips for settling in. Now we're going to go to our top tips on making friends. Um, And I'm just going to start by saying that if you don't feel like going out, that's normal. You know, like, some of us, including me, are introverts, and we just don't want to be around around people sometimes, and that's literally like, it's a thing. Like, I'm, we're not making this up. Like, this is a real thing. And it's kind of like, I'm saying this because when you, when you go to uni, there is a lot of pressure to go out and to make friends. And that's normal. That's absolutely normal. It's just also putting in the fact that introverts exist and nobody should be like, oh, you should come out and kind of like force you. If you don't want to go out to drinking a bit, events, like there are like uh, uh, (laughs) non-alcoholic, if you don't want to like go out to like drinking events, there are non-alcoholic and like daytime events and activities. Um, and there are like a lot of them are like put up, put on by university. So if you do your research, we'll put some links for like the student union, um, in the, in the podcast bio. You can find a lot of, a lot of, a lot of events that are for introverts or for people who don't like drinking or who just want to spend their time differently than just going out and partying.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, a lot of the time people think the only events thrown by the SU are alcoholic ones, and that's definitely not the case um they do so many different ones and there's also so many different things you can do in nottingham as well like for example you could go to the kitty cafe you could go bowling you could go to the cinema like there's so many things you can do if you don't really care for going out and partying um the next thing i want to talk about um, that is a really good top tip on making new friends is to find an activity that you already like um, and you might find some amazing people and equally um, don't be afraid to try new activities and hobbies too and push yourself out of your comfort zone so a great way to do this is by attending the fresh affairs um, to you know try out these new societies they normally throw I think they're called play for fun activities or sessions um, in the first few weeks of university so these are sessions where you can just try out the sport or the society for the first time and you don't need to make like a massive commitment and sign up to them you know it's just you it's just a bit of a test of really um I really recommend going along to those um they're a great way to meet new people um also especially if you're someone who's anxious um you know about going into a new group for the first time um going to a play for fun session is great because everyone's new so everyone's you know in the exact same boat as you um, i also suggest going to give it a go week which is a week thrown by the su later on in the academic year which basically helps you try out new things or hobbies so they'll have different societies throwing events like archery um i think the drone society did something this year um where you got to test out all the cool drones that they have um uh, there's other things as well I'm pretty sure cocktail society are always um doing cocktail taster sessions which are just great um so there's a bit of something for everyone and I really recommend going along to those because um they're quite cheap I think they're like three pound or they might even be free to go to during give it a go week and um you can meet loads of new people
0: amazing okay um next thing which is kind of like simple like It's just talk to the person next to you at a lecture. Um, That's where you make your best friend. I'm not not lying. (laughs) Like you will literally be with them for the entire year, most probably. I don't know if you can relate to that, but that's how I met my closest friends at uni.
1: (laughs) I had a different experience. Um, A lot of the people that I spoke to for the first time, like in my lectures, I don't think I don't even really remember them <laughs> um like and that's no, that's no shade it's just because I only said hi because um I need to like find a seat or oh, we had to do some awkward icebreaker challenge so you have to talk to the person next to you but other than that I think after the first few weeks I then found like my actual friends so I didn't experience that but it is always really good just to say hello and you know introduce yourself um, and like like I said before everyone's in the exact same boat so everyone's gonna be feeling really anxious and nervous so yeah.
0: Okay, okay. How did, wait question how did you so when you said you I met my friend after was it at uni or
1: Um, I met them um, in like the seminar classes so over the first few weeks that's when friendship groups start to form so um, I didn't meet them I guess you could say like I did I don't know really I think I met them I don't think I met them um, by just sitting next to them um, and making friends that way I think I met them through like society meetups and um, like we used to do a lot of like coffee mornings for like the psychology course so I'd go along to like um, those things and then just start chatting or like they used to do a lot of like meetups at our local Weatherspoons. so I'd just go and um, grab a drink and meet with a few of the other psychology students and make friends that way um, so yeah there's loads of different ways you can meet and make friends at university um, so if you don't get on with the people you'll sat next to don't worry
0: <laughs> yeah it's good to say that as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay
1: okay So, have you got anything else you want to add to that? Or shall I move on to the
0: next top tip? Uh, I think, I think it's, yeah, it's very simple. And I kind of like, I feel like what you said is also very true, so it's not one thing. It's like everyone has their own experience and it will will eventually come to you, you know, so.
1: Yeah, it will feel very daunting, but it is just very simple as just saying hello. Um, I think once you say hello, that gets a lot of the anxiety out of the way it just makes it a lot easier because then you can start talking and a lot of the time those conversations will just um like center around you know university and like finding the right room and like um you know have you done last week's homework kind of thing um but eventually um you know you'll start to form friendships and you will find your people and yeah yeah Right so the next top tip I would give is to buy a doorstop. Now this is um, quite a popular tip that you'll probably heard about before but it does work wonders. It basically encourages your flatmates to come into your room and break the ice. You can buy a doorstop at like any old place pretty much like Wilco's, Poundland, Primark. Um, They're really handy um, just because like I don't know why like but weirdly people just do seem to like gravitate towards your room when you have the door open and it is a great way in the first few weeks um to make friends because sometimes it can be super awkward to go into like the kitchen and cook something so if you do have your door open with your door stop um your flatmates can just wander in and start chatting and next thing you know you're really close so yeah I really recommend getting a door stop um you don't have to get ones that like you shove under the door you can get like um, ones that are like weighted like for example I have this like unicorn one <laughs> that I just shove against my door and uh, I think that's part of the reason why people also come in because I think it's really cute so yeah you can really have fun with the kind of doorstop you get.
0: Yeah exactly and with that being said the next point is being playful and kind of like being yourself which is exactly what's gonna get the people love you you know the people everyone wants to see who you are um underneath the the student version of you, um, if, if it's to say that way. So I feel like it's really important to kind of like have that balance between being playful and like having fun and and just being childlike. Uh, you but know. also
1: don't be too overbearing. So at the same time, like be playful and be yourself, but don't... but. Um, try and listen to the social cues when say if someone doesn't feel like being social that day um, or you know they're just feeling a bit more introverted like sometimes it is good to try and encourage them out of their shell but sometimes it is better to just acknowledge that you know you just need to leave them be um and respect their boundaries so really do play it by ear and be mindful of because you got when you come to university you're going to have a lot of different characters in the mix a lot of different types of people from all walks of life so not everyone's going to be as sociable as you are um or like comfortable and that's completely fine
0: yeah yeah um but yeah and, and i i just mean that in like you know not just with other people I feel like with yourself as well you need to be playful and and what do you call it um yeah that but I feel like yeah you're right when when someone is not in the zone it's really important to kind of like give them the space and kind of like respect it and not take it personal you know so
1: yeah it can be such like a crazy overwhelming time when you first start university so my advice is just to play it by ear um have lots of fun um, but also just respect everyone i think that's definitely the best way to go forward um my next top tip is to bring a pack of cards or some drinking games um you wouldn't think it, but a pack of cards is literally a great way to bond and break the ice during Freshers' Week or at house parties and like pre-drinks. Um, it's literally a staple that you just need in your room. Um, I, for example, um, loved bringing a pack of cards and also my pack of um, Cards Against Humanity. Um, I also like using the um, software Jackbox, which is like an online um gate like there's like a set of games within it um that you can download and you can all play on your phone it's kind of like kahoot um that's really fun and a great way to get to know people um so yeah i don't know chris if you have anything to add to that
0: um i think yeah everyone has their own way of having fun so I guess for me it would just be find something that you wanna like like a like like a pack of cards, let's say, or like Uno or like whatever that makes you makes the the room, you know, I don't know what how to explain it, but you get what I mean? Like it's just find something that's for you. Um, kind of like generalize it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, if you are struggling and, well, if you're starting university soon and you're worried about making friends and, I guess, how to break the ice, bringing a pack of cards is a really good um, underrated thing to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. We were always having fun.
1: Like... <laughs> um, so we're going to now move on to things I wish I knew that I know now, Um, since both Chris and I have graduated from university and, it, and from NTU, so we've... we've through the entire journey you know the highs and lows um so i'd like to think we have a bit more wisdom than we did (laughs) when we first started um so (laughs) so the first thing i'm gonna suggest is to join several societies so you have friends outside of your course and your flatmates um this is something that i really wish i'd done looking back like i joined a few societies but i probably should have joined more um i'm not saying you should go around and like join every single one you lay eyes on Um, because you won't have the time to focus on uni and get involved with that at the same time but maybe at least join between like two to five. Um, It depends I guess on how much you have on your plate and other commitments but um, yeah looking back I really wish I'd joined more societies Um, as a lot of friendships I had over the years like broke down for like just um, different reasons and I didn't have the best of luck with flatmates. Um, I had three different sets of flatmates throughout my three years and all of them I really didn't get on with um, just for different reasons as well. Um, it's weird, like for my third year, I actually lived with people on my course. So they were people that i had been friends with since first year. And um, I don't know why, but um, they were literally sound until I moved in with them. Um, but I think sometimes um, when you live with someone, um, different character traits can come out that you didn't see previously. So um, I think that's probably why... We didn't end up getting on in the end, which is a shame. But yeah, that's why I suggest um join society, so you have loads of different friendship groups, just in case friendship groups do break down because a lot of the time they do over the, you know three years, and um, people do change. Um, yes, yeah.
0: yeah, and I guess with that being said, it is important to I guess, from our perspective now to kind of know that people have different sides, and that's a thing. So, when you move in with people it's like you need to be prepared to kind of like and this is not to scare people it's just to kind of like know that people do have a lot of sites and we all have things that we go through so sometimes it's just setting boundaries you know it's just you know yeah exactly you know yeah those things those days will come and the healthier you navigate it the better it will be for everyone.
1: I think it's also healthy acknowledging the different traits you have in your friends. Um, Like, for example, you might have, like, this best friend that you're inseparable with, but she could be the messiest person you know, you know, in your life. And that's completely fine if you've identified that it's probably not the best idea to live with her um, because she's messy, but that's nothing against her as a person. Like, you know, you're just two different people when it comes to housemates, you know, like I said, um, with, with my th- third year housemates, um, we were literally really good friends for the first two years. But then as soon as we lived together, that's when problems um, arose. So sometimes people do change depending on what context you put them in. Um, you don't always see the same traits when you're living with someone compared to when you've just got left with them.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's so true. And that's like so important. And that's also something I'm learning and I wish I knew, you know, back then that actually it's okay. Like you can be messy um, and I can be messy, but if we don't get along, that's, that's fair. It means that we don't, we cannot live together. And that's like my next point, which is kind of like stay away from toxic people, Um, especially in your, I guess in every relationship, like romantic, platonic, if like, you know, like, especially if it's like platonic, and superficial. um, Because. I guess from my experience, I was just wasting a lot of time. Instead of having fun with my with my real friends, if that makes sense, I was trying to get validation and that's a normal thing everyone does at uni to kind of like fit in. Uh, But I feel like once you start setting boundaries with people that train you and you kind of like go out with the people that actually celebrate you, that's when things start being fun at uni. So that's something I wish I knew.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, that was something, I, it was a very hard lesson for me to learn. Um, like sh- I'm sure you guys probably have um, kind of realised when I've mentioned that I didn't get along with my um, three years of flatmates. Um, I also had a bit of a toxic relationship at the start of first year which is um, quite common with people coming into university with partners and um, a lot of relationships can sometimes break down because um, sometimes the partner doesn't like that you're at university that was the case for me so I had to cut them off in first year and um, I think I definitely agree with the um Chris, when you talk about um, platonic relationships as well, because people often talk about, you know, cutting off exes or like toxic boyfriends or girlfriends, but they don't always talk about cutting off um, toxic friends or knowing when it's best just to step back. It's the same with family members as well. Um, I think sometimes that's where your boundaries need to come in and um, you need to realise that, you know, they're not good for you and you need to put your mental health first, you know, because sometimes people don't always want to be helped unfortunately Mm -hmm. and if you are there for them too much they might end up um dragging you down or draining you um and you know you won't get the best out of you if that makes sense yeah um so yeah
0: yeah i i couldn't agree more like this is such a big topic on its own when it comes to uni because you meet so many new people and I feel like we all deserve people who actually validate our experiences and take us seriously. Yeah, Um, yeah,
1: definitely. Um, I think also when you come to university, um, you expect that everyone's going to be as mature as you um, or just, you know, on the same page. But unfortunately, people aren't always that case. Um, That was one hard lesson I learned. is that sometimes people don't always have the respect that you do for other people or um you know they're just they're just not there for you unfortunately like you'll jump oceans for them but they won't jump puddles for you for example um so it's always better just to cut them off and um just keep doing you because the right people will come into your life and will actually make efforts um so i guess bring out the best in you so yeah yeah um speaking of people and friends, Um, kind of linking to what we said earlier about, um, you know, meeting people at university. Um, Another thing that I wish I knew was that the first people you make friends with probably won't be the people you're friends with after three years, and that's completely normal if that's the case for you. Personally, as I mentioned, I didn't stay friends with the first people I met. I don't think I can even really remember their names um, just because it was so fleeting and in that situation you're just desperately trying to get through the lecture with you know all the awkwardness and it just was quite overwhelming um I also didn't stay friends with my flatmates and that's fine if you um are also in a situation with your flatmates where you don't really get on um there is that pressure at university where you're supposed to you know find your friends immediately or get on with your flatmates and I know it can be hard to compare yourself it can be really easy to compare yourself um, to others who have really good friendships straight away or they've really got on with their flatmates. And you might think that there's a problem with you, but that's not the case at all. Um, um, I would also suggest don't put so much pressure on yourself to have everything sorted in the first few weeks or worked out. Um, like like I said before, it's completely OK if you don't have your friends in the first few weeks, like, you know, your, your friends for life. It's completely okay if you d- still don't really know your way around campus. It's completely okay if you haven't joined the societies that you want to yet. You know, um, everyone's settling in periods are different, so please don't put that pressure on you.
0: I feel like the general message of this is things will most probably not go your way, you know, and I feel like what we're trying to say is you you're gonna have to be okay with those things and. Um, and kind of like learn like everything is an is a learning opportunity and that's i feel like that's the mindset um you need to have at uni cuz we it, it's just it's just life and sometimes the struggle is real i'm not <laughs> saying you're not it is so real and that like literally takes me to my next point which is kind of like university takes emotional health so seriously and there are literally, like, so many. We, I've said this before, on, on like, earlier. Like, there are so many resources. And personally, I wish I knew this earlier. Literally. Like, I remember crying. Oh, this is a little story now. <laughs> I remember, literally, my first assignment. I I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea. I was so... I was just like trying to pretend I could do it by myself Um, and I remember my assignment was due and I remember crying outside um, the class with my tutor (laughs) in front of me and now it's funny but in the moment it's a lot you know it's um, that's why I wish I knew and they actually helped me that's what I'm trying to say like my tutors were literally like just checking up on me because they knew like during second year my partner was like going through my ex partner was like going through um, health Um, like he was like going through some some health stuff so they knew I had to kind of like balance uni and also being around someone who was going through a lot and And they were like, okay, how can we help you? Like, how, what do you need? They were literally on me all the time, which at the time I was like, why? You know, but now I'm like, oh my God, you know, bless their souls. Like, there's just, even like the smallest things, just take advantage of them. And they are there for you. So I used to feel like I wasn't deserving of them. I've, you know, and that's why I wasn't, kind of like taking advantage of, but honestly, that's normal and also they are there for you. That's what I'm gonna say. You yeah. know.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um my next top tip, um that well my next thing that I wish I knew that I know now, um that I kind of did in my university experience, but I wish I'd done more of, is take vitamin C tablets um during Freshers Week to avoid freshers blue. So this is something that a lot of people don't do um and you know vitamin c tablets are literally so underrated um because you want to think about it when you come to university you're going to be mixing with thousands of new people and it will have a big impact on your immunity especially if you're someone who wants to go out every single night um you know you're going to be run down you're going to be hungover potentially and that's when you can get really ill really fast um and by that i mean you know having fresh flu and having like a runny nose and um it's not great um just take you know you all you need to do is actually just take one of it vi- like a vitamin c tablet um one a day in a glass of water and your immune system trust me will thank you later did you do this during freshers week chris did you take vitamin c tablets
0: not really <laughs> and actually i was getting ill all the time so
1: exactly point proven yeah
0: um,
1: they're really helpful um they'll also stop you even if you don't go out every single Um, night at freshers fair they'll really help with the winter months Um, you know you keeping on um, top of your health because the last thing you want is to be stuck in bed missing lectures and seminars because you didn't look after your health and um, it can be definitely something that's really easy to forget during you know the first few weeks of university because you've got so much going on so things like looking after your immunity can sometimes take like a back seat so that's why taking one vitamin c tablet a day it's so simple, but it it's a really easy hack that will help you so much.
0: Yeah. Um, the next point I was going to say is break down tasks because they stop you from getting overwhelmed. Or when you get overwhelmed, it kind of like brings a sense of peace to that overwhelm because you're telling your mind, oh, I'm actually doing something for it. So... Things are okay, you know, and. Yeah, I think breaking down tasks and writing. The next small step, which sounds so unsexy and so cliche. Is usually how you should be handling. Uni life, you know, what do I need to do now? Write down all the tasks you have and then for each task. um, Write the next step, you know, what's the next step and then for the next step that you that you do what's the next step and that's how it's going in if you want to have a more linear and kind of like organized way of doing things in a more grounded way Um, yeah
1: yeah definitely i agree i think at university when you're suddenly handed all these assignments or um you know society meetups and things like that it can get really overwhelming really fast um so as chris was mentioning it's really good um to break it down and also like chunk I find it's really helpful to chunk things together um and also to block out time in your day like if you've got like an academic planner or a wall planner or like uh, you know when there's like I don't know if you've got some like sticky notes um just like break down your task because say if you had um a three thousand word essay that will look kind of scary but uh, if you just break it down you could just tell yourself okay just for today I'm just gonna research Um, the topic, you know, I'm not going to put any more pressure on myself, just do a little bit of research and then the next day I'm going to do an outline, um, you know, and then the next day after that I'm going to write 200 words of my intro and that's it and then so on and so on. So it's a lot more easier and you're not going to stress yourself out in the long term, in the long, in the long run, yeah, in the long run.
0: Absolutely.
1: If you are someone who does struggle with time management, um, and you, you know you're still struggling even after these tips that we've given you um, a really good um, resource to take advantage of at NTU that I definitely wish I'd done more of is um, go talk to the library staff because they do one to one like sessions with staff or student mentors where you can um, go over loads of different things. It doesn't have to be time management. It could be like how to structure an essay um, referencing. It could be to do with um, statistical software. Um, it could be how to you know, do critical analysis because I know that's something that a lot of students struggle with at university. So if you are someone who is struggling to um, settle into university life, specifically more the academic side of it, I really recommend going to um, the library staff and booking a free one-to-one. Um, my next top tip that I would suggest um, is don't sign house contracts with people you've just met Um, because there is a lot, there is so much time, um, hang on, words, Um, because there is lots of time to find the right house and people for you. So in first year, it will feel like there's this big pressure to find your housemates and your house as soon as you possibly can, Um, especially since like the student letting season opens, I think in October. So, you know, you've literally just moved to university and they're suddenly saying that, you know, you should sign this house. Um, but, but you don't know these people <laughs> and, um, but the student lettings period, even though it opens in October, it is open all year round and houses don't go off market immediately. Um, so please don't worry. Obviously you will start to see some go off market, like some of the bigger houses. Um, but Nottingham especially is such a student city and more and more over the last few years there's been, um, more properties turning into students houses so that you definitely will find a student house for you you know if you just wait it's better to take some time research and think about your options instead of rushing into a tenancy with people that you don't really know just because you're desperate to have a house next year because you never know this time next year you might not even be friends with them and that definitely was the case for me i rushed into a tenancy in second year with people just because um a few agreements that i'd made with my course mates through and i was like right i just need to find a property i'll just sign with anyone and um turns out they weren't the nicest people so it's better just to like spend time with people learn about their habits find out if they're messy um you know work out what kind of budget you want um you know like what, what, words um find out um what kind of house prices you're interested in because um house like student house prices student house prices can um, like differ drastically and not everyone has the same budget um, but yeah don't just don't sign contracts with people you've just met even if it does feel tempting um, and just don't worry because you will trust me you will find a property and it's just better to wait and make sure that you're living with people that you actually like rather than finding a nice house but people that you don't like.
0: I agree and to prove this point I remember all my friends. My second year friend I had was like signing his contract um, in like October, or or he was like, no, we signed the contract in October when I was first year, and me and the girls who I was gonna move in, we were like, we don't know, panic, you know, like everyone's like signing, and we were like, like so confused, and it not we only signed something. I, th- I think after April I'm not sure but I have I, so and the house was amazing and we were like we were we were getting along perfectly you know so it is like to prove your point I guess that yeah the houses are there time is just you know pressure doesn't help and you shouldn't you shouldn't do anything out of pressure
1: yeah it's better to wait and just find the people let like your people, uh, because if you sign with your flatmates, even if they seem okay right now, they might not be in a few weeks time when you actually get to know them and their true personalities come out. Um, so yeah, it's just better to wait. Mm-hmm.
0: The next point is to get free condoms from uni. Uni has free condoms, everyone. I was just gonna say this again, <laughs> uni has free condoms for people. <laughs> i remember i used to buy the big packs from amazon um and now i'm like why did i not they have free condoms what i didn't even know you know so student services they if you ask them they will give you free condoms um
1: there's no shame with it either like it's very simple just go in like sometimes i'm pretty sure they have them in little baskets you could just grab some and it's just so much better especially if you know you haven't got the most money because obviously cost of living is going up at the moment and as a student you might not always have the most money and um, it's better to be safe you know than just risking it and not using one so yeah.
0: Yeah actually yeah like I feel like it's better to have condoms like hanging around rather than not having any you know um, and who doesn't like free condoms? Like, I feel like it gives you a sense of oh my God, I got free condoms and they're actually like quite decent. And another thing I would say about sexual health is that there is a sexual health clinic on campus, on 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 the city campus. Um, you can get tested there for HIV AIDS and I'm not sure what else. Um, And another thing I would say is um, there are, I guess, queer people know this mostly, um, but I'm just going to say this because I feel like it's universally, like everyone should know this. There are tablets that you take every day that kind of like um, prevent you from getting HIV, which there is so much stigma around that, you know, and... It's really important to kind of like talk about it and be like, okay, I can get those tablets and if I don't want to use condoms, which I don't, I don't personally like, like suggest. But if, if you're that person, you can get those tablets to kind of like protect yourself. Um, And also if you, if you have unprotected sex with someone, there are the next, you know, for, for people with, with vaginas, there, there is like the next (laughs) Gaia is laughing now. She's, she's muted her mic. Um, um, there is the next day pill, right? Is it? Is what yeah,
1: you can get the morning after pill. Um, yeah, you can get, I think it's called Plan B. Plan
0: um
1: B. Yeah, you should be able to get it free as a student through, I want to say, through like your, um, as like a prescription. Um, if you just go and, you, you know, show your student ID. Um, you can also go to the student health centre, which is where I think the student um, Sexual like health clinic is situated on City Campus, so if you also have any other like um, physical health worries that aren't, you know, sexually related, you can go there as well for support. Um, I really recommend going there, especially if you know you aren't registered with another doctor in Nottingham or, um, you know, you're registered at home, but your home's far away you know, to the point that you can't knit back um, for a checkup. But, yeah, it's really important just to get tested, just to get it checked out. Um, You know, it's better to be safer than sorry.
0: Yeah, and, you know, STDs are they're out there and they're normal, and we will, at least I've had them, and I'm not ashamed, you know. So, um, and actually, one last thing about this, um, there is the morning after pill for coming in contact with someone who who has HIV but doesn't take medication to, to have their, their virus uh, undetectable. So it's called PEP. So if if you have sex with someone and they don't know, they're not tested, and even if they don't have anything, And you feel like, oh my gosh, I've been in, like, I've had unprotected sex with someone. I don't know what they have. They don't know what they have. Most importantly, so there is PEP where you can get within the next 72 hours of having sex. Um, And I think it's mostly penetrative sex and oral sex that you're you're more high high risk of getting it. Um, But again, know that you know, those things are real, there is nothing to be ashamed of, and at some point in life, like, we all experience those things, you know, um, and if you have them, talk, talk to someone about it, you know. Um, I just want to say, because, um, and I I don't know, like, I feel like what we just said is not I feel like you shouldn't discriminate anyone who has HIV, you know, and that's not the point of this. It's just, that's not what we're saying. It's just to kind of like, you know, it's it's so important. You know, I've been with partners who who have, who had HIV and they're taking their medication and their load is undetectable. So there is nothing shameful about that. You know, there's nothing wrong It's just if you're not, if you're HIV negative, know your status, protect yourself, you know.
1: Um, Amazing. So the last thing that I wish I knew um, that I know now is to write up your lecture notes before your lecture. Now, this might sound a little controversial and you might be like, Gaia, why would I do that? You know, it's going to take so much time. I could just write it in the lecture and I hear you because I did that in my undergraduate degree but unfortunately if you're trying to write your lecture notes really fast during the lecture as she's um, as the lecturer is speaking you're not fully listening to what they're saying and um, in my experience i would leave the lecture and it would almost feel like the information had gone in one ear and out the other because you're so focused on writing down you know words that you're not really listening to the material you're not really taking time to understand it so if you write it down um, before the lecture um, you're gonna have a much better chance of actually understanding the content. Um, at NTU, they I don't know if they do it, I'm pretty sure they do it for all courses, um, or most of them. Um, they definitely did it for mine, where they will release the lecture slides a few days before the lecture. So you do have time to write them out um, or even download the PowerPoint. Um, so if you come ready with these notes um, to your lecture, you can spend the time listening to what the lecturer is saying and um, adding little extra notes because a lot of the time the lecturer won't be, the lecturer won't be reading off the slides, they'll just, they'll actually be explaining um, what you're reading and, you know, adding some extra tips and tricks that you can use in the exam. So, um, and also if you've written it out already, you've already got some kind of like idea of the material. So then if you go into the lecture again and listen to it again, um, well, yeah, if you go into the lecture, if you go in and then if you go into the lecture and then listen to it again, you're consolidating that knowledge a lot more and you're more likely to remember it. And it's going to make revision a lot more easier than writing it out once, forgetting about it, and then coming back to it only during exam season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we really hope you found um, these top tips really helpful um, and hopefully you'll implement them into your lives when you start at university. So the next section we're going to go on to, um, which is our last section for today, which is what support is available at NTU and where to find it. So um, as an NTU student, you can access student support advisors who are like a general port of call. Um, they point you in the direction of specific support. You can have one to one sessions with them. Um, You can also access financial support, academic support. So um, with academic support, this is very similar to what I was talking about earlier with the one-to-one study school sessions with staff and student mentors. This is offered in both the library team and also by your academic school officers as well. So you can go to a designated person in your department um, for both um, academic and personal advice. support. Um, You can also access employability support here at NTU, so things like CV and internet and interview workshops and placement or volunteering opportunities. There's actually so much within the employability support, so make sure to check that out. Um, You can access counselling, disability support, so things like um, dyslexia or autism or dyspraxia. Um, You can access postgraduate support, faith and spirituality, sexual health advice so as we mentioned we have a student health center here on city campus Um, you can also access support for international students care leavers and anything to do with student accommodation and your living situation
0: we'll put everything um on a link and there's also going to be we're going to have a settling in section. Um, at the NTU SharePoint with all the, the, the SU events and fairs and also where, where to get help, okay?
1: Yeah, so if you need support for any of the things I've just listed, you can get more information and like the numbers to call at the Healthy NTU SharePoint, which we'll put a link at, um, and you can also access these, as Chris mentioned, at the events and fairs
0: we just want to let you know that if you're, struggling, if you're struggling or you would like to reach out for support, you can contact student.support at ntu.ac.uk. I'm just going to say that again, so you guys should be writing it down right now as I say this. <laughs> student.support <laughs> student. at ntu.ac.uk or call So we know from ourselves and from everyone at uni that it's normal to be worried and afraid to reach out for support. And we just want to say that we're here for you and it's always best to get it sorted early before it builds up. You know, NTU support is always here and it literally provides a safe space for students it, it yeah that's it
1: so other than that thank you so much for listening we hope you've enjoyed this podcast and found our top tips useful
0: and if you have any questions about being an NTU student or just see oh you just want to see what we do just follow our journeys on instagram or youtube or wherever you can find us we're going to put um our socials my social is at she crazy that's my Instagram and Gaia
1: so you can find me if you want any more advice so like Chris said you can you know if you want to follow my journey you can find me at Gaia Corley X so that's G-A-I-A Corley C-A-W-L-E-Y X or you can find me over on my YouTube channel at Gaia Rose um but yeah thank you again for listening bye
0: thank you guys